I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I like to hear it. SportsTownChicago.com. Part of the Beyond Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportsTownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Lowry Markinen scored 29 points as Bulls end four-game losing streak, beating Mavericks 117-101. Bulls host Rockets tonight at 7. Blackhawks lose last night to Panthers 5-2 as they start season 0-3. The two teams will play each other again on Tuesday. NFL Divisional Playoffs. Kansas City beat Cleveland 22-17, though Patrick Mahomes left early with a concussion. Tampa Bay knocked off New Orleans 30-20 in what could be Drew Brees' final game. Next Sunday's conference championships will be Bucks packers at 205 and Bills-Chiefs at 540. Elsewhere, Chargers hire former Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley as head coach. Lions hire former Saints assistant head coach Dan Campbell as new head coach. And Falcons hire former Saints director of player personnel Terry Fontenot as GM. In baseball, Cubs signed former all-star pitcher Shelby Miller to a minor league deal. And college basketball yesterday, Northwestern lost to number 5 Iowa 96-73. Loyola Chicago beat Northern Iowa 88-46. Bradley over Evansville 86-55. Illinois State fell to Indiana State 74-68. Tonight, number six Kansas takes on number two Baylor at eight, and tomorrow, number fourteen Illinois hosts Penn State at seven thirty. DePaul takes on Butler at six, and NIU takes on Ohio at six. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! That's right, boy. Heck. Y'all have a great weekend. I did have I did. a pretty good weekend. Yeah. Some great games we saw. Lots of football, lots of goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of other stuff, too. It's been a good and interesting weekend for me, at least. You ready to talk some bears to start off? I got some questions for you guys, to be uh, honest yeah. with you. We got to carry this over. We, we got to carry talk some bears we gotta, on we gotta Friday. Carry, but. We got to carry the anger. Hopefully, <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> hopefully, Brandon's calmed down a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> the season might be over, but there are still plenty of things to talk about with this team. All right, guys. Well, first and foremost, uh, rumor coming out that the defensive coordinator is going to come out of the bears in house any feelings on the that that statement and then i'm gonna kind of go into where they could go if they didn't go in house leading candidate of course is being uh jay rogers the defensive line coach as we speak for the chicago bears what do you think i like that choice just because you got someone that's been in the culture with the bears he's familiar with the players and david as what we talked about before you said that he's He's pretty loved from in Hallows Hall. Very, very popular in house, in house, in yeah. Hallow, at the at the hallowed howls halls of Hallows halls. <laughs> yeah, and he's done great work with the guys that are uh, you know, that are on the team in the system already. Uh, guys like Akeem Hicks came in, 
coming over to the Bears. He's worked with him since he's been here. Uh, Eddie Goldman, who will hopefully be back next year and help out with that run support yeah, and nice. that pass rush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just having a defensive line coach, maybe he'll find new ways to create better pressure because that has been a big issue so far for this team. Well, I guess, well, not only that, he's not only a holdover from this regime, but he's also a holdover from the Fangio, the Vic Fangio regime as well. That was a great defense. That that defense was was very stellar. And that maybe bring a little Fangio with him to that, bring a little more pressure, not do that stupid zone defense. That that Fangio defense is what I missed these past couple of years because that was just an outstanding defense we had with Vic Fangio. It was very tough. Got Fangio a job. (laughs) He's okay with it. A big thing, I know a lot of people say, like, well, maybe it's the players aren't playing up to to par, and that could be part of it, but at the same time, you look at Leonard Floyd was in there, supposed to be a pass rusher. He leaves, has his career best season. Robert Quinn fills in for him on Chicago's defense and struggled. So it makes me think... It's the system. It's the Bears' it's defensive the system, system. Yeah. and it wasn't Leonard Floyd necessarily or Robert Quinn. I, I mean, I, I can't argue with that at all. So, that being said, we all kind of are okay with that choice. Let me talk about some outside and just get your perspective on if, yeah, if, we, if we can. <laughs> First and foremost, Matt Patricia, former head coach of the Detroit Lions, defensive coordinator for the Patriots. Eh. <laughs> wow, that was fast. Yep, I'm that, I'm kind of with Tyler on this one. I don't I don't want him. I know he had success with the Patriots, but how much of that was him, and how much of that was Bill Belichick? Belichick, do you really think, always has a good defense? Yeah, but do you think Belichick really had his finger on that defense, his thumbprint on that defense, or yeah. is it just a thumbprint? throughout that whole team. For no, I think he, uh, well, he's definitely throughout that whole team. He, he, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a big thumb, and it covers that, that entire that entire franchise is under his the thumb. The entire franchise, <laughs> the owner. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's a no for Patricia. Yeah. What, what, what about a, why why a no for you? Well, because, I mean, so he tried leaving New England and to, with a head coaching job, and that just went down the pooper. Well, and... and he did not look good. That defense over in Detroit was awful. Well, the the one thing that would deter me from Matt Patricia, great coach, I think, just the culture. His culture has been talked about probably since his second year in Detroit. That it's there. There is no culture. Yeah, right? and, yeah. he's a very flat line kind of guy, non emotional, and just you don't want that in a D coordinator. You want somebody who's emotional. You want somebody who's going to rev your boys up when they need a little revving up, and just not go. Eh, Especially okay. with this defense, because there are a lot of outspoken characters oh, on the yeah, Chicago absolutely. Bears defense. No, exactly. You just see him on the sideline. He just doesn't get excited or wowed at much. Okay, on good situations. So that was that was my I I was pretty much going to unanimously go no. I'm going to go with one that I found very intriguing, which was Marvin Lewis, former head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals and defensive coordinator for the Arizona State Sun Devils right now. That mm, I don't know how I feel about that one because. He didn't have great success with the Bengals. Like I they weren't they weren't a team that wowed me or like a team to like be scared of playing. Like they were just a subpar team. 
when he was uh, when he was coaching them. But I, I don't know if I would like that at all. I okay. honestly don't. What about you, Brandon? I'm torn on it because he, he kind of, I feel like he was more middle of the pack with Cincinnati most of his time there. So I think he, but one thing, if I remember, if I'm remembering right, maybe it wasn't his regime, but they did bring pressure and I'm, I'm all about bringing pressure with the defense. He, he had, he liked to blitz from what I remember. He, he definitely likes yeah. to blitz a lot, which can obviously backfire, but I think the Bears secondary is good enough to uh, accommodate some of these blitz packages. So I think he could have success here. I don't think he's the favorite, but I think he could have success. I, I completely agree. I think he would be a great defensive coordinator for someone. If it was the Bears, I wouldn't argue with it. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. The one little, I would say, under-the-radar one that I just heard about a couple days ago, and it intrigued me greatly, is Gerard Mayo, the linebacker coach from the Patriots. Used to play for the Patriots. He's going to be a defensive coordinator sooner rather than later. Um, Would it be cool to get a guy who could probably connect with the guys on the defense a little bit more, get them up? amped up, pumped up, and I will almost guarantee that he's going to bring the pressure. What do you guys think about Gerard Mayo? I wouldn't oppose to that because I could see him bringing, like, the energy into that defense because that, as like we said earlier, that defense has a lot of energy. And so I could see him, like, foretaking that and bringing in that energy. And he's had success with um, at New England uh, coaching the linebackers there, so it's like – at least he proves it that he's he could do something, bring in something well to this. So that I wouldn't oppose. All right, what about you, Brandon? I like it. I like him. I think that well, he was the captain out there oh, yeah. when he was a player. He was basically leading yes, that defense was. out there, and he's now a, a linebackers coach, so he's had some coaching experience. I would love to have him come to the Bears. My only thing is would he want to? I feel like – He's comfortable in New England, and he might choose to stay there with Belichick, with that team that he played with and is now coached with, and he might just try to hold out until that position opens up in New England. But he's definitely a future defensive coordinator. I would say I would say if they if they pulled the trigger and got Gerard Mayo, I would be like, ooh, they are looking towards the future. They are because that's a guy. Whether the regime stays or not in the next year, I could see the next person coming in and being like, "You're staying. We want you to stay." Mm-hmm. I mean, and, if they want to keep the if pace, wants to keep his job, he might want to think about outside that. the box. Yeah. Well, it, let's talk about Mister Pace keeping his job. <laughs> the one thing that he could do in this off season that would almost guarantee that he keeps his job is to make that blockbuster trade for, drum roll please, (laughs) Deshaun Watson, people, the guy that you couldn't even interview. If you could get that, I guess that would be the ultimate in, I'm sorry I didn't interview you, sir. Please come be our franchise quarterback for the next 20 years or so. You really (laughs) have to swallow his pride because that'd be like, hey, I'm sorry I screwed up badly back then, but. But it's a second chance. But at this point, I think that's that's where what it's come to. Oh yeah. What, uh, Brandon? Let me let me throw this to you. What would you be comfortable with giving up for Deshaun Watson? I think it definitely takes two first round picks. 
So probably this year, next wow, year. You're, you're a cheap date. I'd, I was going three. Okay. <laughs> I, well, three to minimum. I, I'd say two first-round picks and maybe maybe a player or a second-round pick possibly. I'm I think r- definitely two firsts, well, at least two firsts, and probably a second and a later. I was I was thinking Khalil Mack-esque trade kind of thing. Yeah. I wouldn't want to see him give up this year's first round, maybe give him the second and third from this year, and then like three after that, because you're going to need, if you're going to bring in Deshaun, and this will lead right into my next little thing, do they re-sign Allen Robinson, or is Allen Robinson gone? I want to hear your opinion, Tyler. Well, will they? I hope so. I think they, they need to, because right now, he's our number one receiver. He's the only guy that besides Mooney, Mooney's up and coming. But they really need to sign him. And if they're going to be pulling, if they're wanting to get, uh, pull in, uh, bring in a new quarterback, like let's say Deshaun Watson. Let, let, let's let's, let's, let's put the good vibes out there. Let's not do let's, like Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is coming to the Chicago Bears. All right, yeah, let's put that. <laughs> let's just put the good vibes out there so now. Deshaun they Watson, have been listening to us, remember. Yes, they, they have, have been listening to us. Yes. They probably don't like us, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... They bring Deshaun Watson comes to Chicago. We need to get if this if they don't sign Robinson, this is gonna be the same situation that's with the Texans when they took DeAndre Hopkins away from him. He's not gonna have any weapons. All right, so let me let me let me ask you this. Okay. I have seen someone and I've watched him kind of pretty closely over the last two to three years, who is coming out into the draft this year that is very Allen Robinson esque. His name is Rashad Bateman. He's a wide receiver from Minnesota. He may take a year to acclimate to the pro style, but if they do not sign Allen Robinson, he's going to be sitting there more than likely at 20. Would you be okay with them getting a wide receiver at the number 20 spot? See, this is how I am with like situations where you can get a, a player that's in the league right now that's promising. And draft him because when you draft a player, you're just you're putting in your hope in this player that he's going to turn out to be as good as you think he's going to be. But the thing is, we already are situated with a receiver that is ranked as one of the top receivers in the league, and you got Deshaun Watson, that's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. That duo is going to be insane. What about you, I Brandon? Think, I think part of it is Allen Robinson's probably waiting before he signs anywhere to see what he says he wants to come back to Chicago. I don't know if that's still true, but I think he wants to see, since they're bringing everybody back, who will be my quarterback if I come back? I think that's the question he's probably asking. And so if they go get Deshaun Watson, I think that definitely helps the chances that Robinson comes back. Do you think they get a hometown discount if they get Deshaun? It's possible, but doubtful because... We talked about this a little earlier. I think this is Robinson's last chance to truly cash in, and I think he's yeah. going to try to take advantage of it. All right. Well, more questions will be answered at later dates when it comes to Bears. Tyler, what do we got coming up next? Coming up next, we got the Bulls have been looking for, they've been looking solid these past few games, but they need to work on finishing. We'll tell you what we think they need to do to close games and let us know your opinions on our Facebook and Twitter page at Whistle one I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So 
and meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade uh, to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Enter the world of a spy by bringing your friends to Safe House in Chicago. Safe House is a spy-themed bar and restaurant that is a perfect combination of interactive entertainment and great food. Just enter through the red door and whisper the password to the agent and your mission begins. If you don't know the password, just complete a fun clearance test to prove you and your friends are not double agents. Safe House is not just about the adventure, though. The food is great, too. Be sure to try my favorite, the Mission Impossible Burger. It's a double bacon cheeseburger topped with onion rings and covered in a spicy ranch and jalapeno relish. Go to Safe House for the chance to follow the footsteps of your favorite spy. For more information, go to safehousechicago.com. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early high school sports is here and sports on chicago.com we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern illinois from the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball we at sports on chicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live sports on chicago.com and stc friday night lights in the league of our own Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the Nasty Biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the Chicken Fried Chicken Biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy, topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with a heaping amount of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. I'm just a kid, and I've got asthma. You know just how upset I can get when I have an asthma attack. But you can help me. To fight my asthma. Put my teddy bear in the freezer to wipe out dust mites. Dry off my rubber duckies and bath toys to get rid of mold. Discover other simple ways to prevent an asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS or visit noattacks.org. Brought to you by the U.S. EPA and the Ad Council. Because I don't want to feel like a fish with no water. 
Hey guys, let me tell you about this amazing podcast I listen to every Monday to get my week started off on a positive note called Monday Motivation with Hannah B, aka Skittles. We call her Skittles because she is so positive. Her topics include staying positive during COVID-19, coping with stress, spreading kindness, hard work pays off, and self-acceptance plus so much more. It's available on radio.com and Spotify. Make sure to listen as it will leave you feeling nothing but positive vibes. I got started at IMS here as an instructor a couple years back after I had heard a couple of people I worked with were also instructors here. I'm always here if you need help with developing your what you're passionate about. And that's what most people come here for. They have a passion. They want to do something. They want to do radio play-by-play. They want to do sports talk. They want to do updates, whatever it may be. My name is Freddie Eupner. I work at ESPN 1000 as a host and sports anchor. And I am IMS. Sideline, all the way to the baseline, pulling up, hitting Garrett Temple. The break, Garrett Temple. Another Dallas turnover, transition, Garrett Temple. Got it to go, the foul. Foot in the lane, Garrett Temple. Yeah, he's having himself a game right now. That's right, there was Bulls action this weekend, along with some Blackhawks, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what, can you actually consider that hockey? But anyway, um... We're going to hit up our boy, the man that knows the Bulls better than anybody out there. Tyler, what were your thoughts? All right. Well, I'm going to start off with the Bulls versus OKC. Bulls lose to Oklahoma City 127-125 in overtime. But Levine scored up 35 points, so that was really good. But they were up by 10 with a minute and a half in the game. (laughs) They were up by 16 at one point. Yeah, they were. (laughs) Just like, I don't know what happened. It's just. What happened? I'm like, guys, you Everybody everybody pulled hammies all at the same time. (laughs) So they, and then they get, uh, they get forced into OT and then they come up short by two points. So I was that, I'll go more into that detail. If Levine hits that game winner though. That would have been, I was off my seat when I was watching Definitely can't put it on him, but. No, no, no. He put, he put up good points. You can't can't put any, any of that stuff on Levine right now. He's the only consistent contributor. Yeah, Levine is killing it. Right now, like overall in the season, he's averaging 25 points a game. In the last eight games, he's been averaging like 36 points a game. I heard somebody say yesterday he's on the cusp of superstardom, and I will, if he keeps playing the way he is right now, without a doubt, he will become that quote unquote franchise player that everybody thought he could be at one point. But now maybe it's just a maturity thing for him. I don't know, but he's looking really solid right now. You can see the maturity into him because, like, when he was just known for the dunk contest. He was just kind of all flashy, loppy doppy. I'm a kid. I'm dunking. Exactly. Look at me. <laughs> and so, but now he's like, he, you can see that face, and he's like, like the expression on his face, and he's like, he's out to win, and he's out to like take you out. All right. So, what happened in game dos? So the Bulls beat the Mavs one seventeen to one hundred one. Laurie Markinen is back. I mean, he was back against OKC, but he played phenomenal in this game. Twenty nine points. Which it was nice to see that because I remember saying at the beginning of the season I was iffy with Laurie Marketing because he was not there last season. Marketing has made you eat your words this year. I'm so telling far, you, he listened I to our love show. Love it. I love it. Everyone's I, listened to our show because that, that's where doing it is. Opposite. That's where it is. So I'm I'm happy to see that, and um, so because he was a huge help with us on offense because 
I did see that uh, Kobe White was a little out of it. Well, and the then Mavs. you had one of your free agent signings show up. Temple, Temple. yeah, unbelievably he great had game. From Temple, the bench in itself, yeah, sixty-one no. points was it? Yeah, I, th- I think the, so. For the bench players, that's. No, the bench played better than the starters. <laughs> I, I looked at, yeah, they, they played much better than the starters. Because Zach Levine your, only had like 11 points. Your, your new starting lineup for your <laughs> Chicago Bulls. The backups. <laughs> the backups. That's what they'll call them, the backups. All right, so that being said, there's some some hope for optimism because they have been playing decently, just not been able to get over the hump. I thought the one interesting, you had an interesting yeah, thing that you so, heard. Obviously, defense is an issue because... The Bulls are fourth in scoring points a game. That's they're scoring 116 a game. Pretty stellar. But they're 27th in points allowed. And they're averaging, they're allowing like 120 points a game. Yikes. Yeah, big yikes. So that just goes to show this is a very well scoring offense, obviously carried by Zach Levine and then Kobe White. Yeah. I, I, right now, at this point, I think Kobe White and Lori's like tied for like number two in the scoring. Nice. Kobe White's got more games on him, obviously, but Laurie, whenever he pl- comes, he shows up. Okay. So it's, it's just defense, and they need to finish. Even um, Donovan said after against OKC, he said the young Bulls don't know how to win yet. Well, and I think I think there's something to be said in that in that comment. It, it is a culture that needs to be learned. Oh yeah. It, yeah. There, there were games back in the mid '90s that the Bulls should not have won, but they did because they they could close, they could close and they knew how to win. That's what this it team's just comes with. It just comes with experience. Okay, now that being said, there was an epic, and I mean epic trade. <laughs> this literally happened right after our show on Friday. No, it happened before that. We just didn't really touch yeah, all, on all it. All the details, yeah. all the details out, yeah. started coming out. But I want everybody's first impression because I know what mine was seeing seeing Harden in that uniform. Brandon, what was your first impression? Uh, my first impression on the trade was Houston. You just made a great choice because you just got rid of a clubhouse cancer. And he, he is a headache. He was a headache he, he was for this team. Yeah, His ego became bigger than Texas, so he needed to get on out. That's pretty big. And they got seven picks out of that. I know. That's yeah, it, the details the of trade, that deal. The trades were absolutely ridiculous. And three, three first rounds and four second rounds. Yeah. And there are draft picks all the way out to 2027 involved yeah, in this deal. That, to me, was probably one it of the It was a four-way things. trade. Yeah. yeah. And so that sends Oladipo. To Houston, which I think is I a like win that. for Houston. Ola, I love Oladipo. And I, I think that's a win. I mean, even though the Pacers are leading uh, the Central Division right now, yeah. But I think this is a much better uh, fit for Oladipo because they brought in a new young rookie. I forgot his name, but he's starting to take over that team. And so now it's like no more Oladipo show. So now Oladipo's got a new uniform, new home, and he can show up and. He, he can make his own team out of that. Well, uh, I'm just going to say real quickly, yeah, he was he was an issue in Houston. But to see him in that Nets uniform, smiling, having yeah. fun, dishing the ball, triple-double your f- debut game with the Nets. No one's for, done that. For, yeah, he's the first yeah. one to ever do that with a new team. Somebody woke up and somebody likes basketball again. <laughs> and that's <laughs> and, a big thing. And that's 
scary. Yeah, he's that motivated. That is scary. Even yeah. though Kyrie Irving is MIA right now for the <laughs> Nets, that team with just Harden and, and Durant, I wouldn't want to face him. Now that being said, I'm about to about to get a little a little sad and a little a little monotone about this. Uh, Brandon, do you want to uh, talk about the Blackhawks? <laughs> well, they came back yesterday. They were down two nothing, and they actually came back and tied it at two in the third period. I, I love Brandon's statement to me earlier today. Too. He's like, I had hope for like 32 seconds. I did. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They tied it at two, and 22 oh, seconds 22 later, seconds. they give up a goal. And then 78 <laughs> seconds after that, they gave up another one. So in a one minute, 18 second span, a 2-2 tie turned into a 4-2 game and it was essentially over so from So basically there. there was like a light, a shine of light for hope and yep. you're looking and then a minute and a half later, it's just gone. The wall, yep. the wall comes down. Somebody hit the panic button and the wall just came down. Yep. And actually in the first period, it looked like the Hawks were going to take the lead for the first time all season. <laughs> Patrick Kane, they called it a goal and Joel Quinville challenges it. And it's called offside. Way to go, Q. Way to go. Yep. Way to stick it to your old team. <laughs> Good challenge by Q. It goes back to zero, zero. And well, Final score five two. All right, so I want I want a quick answer from you on this one, uh, Brando. Do you think it is time to burn it all down? I think they've already started. No, I'm, doing I'm that. talking. I'm talking. Yeah. Burn. Kane gone. Tay's gone. Keith gone. Fifteen year vet, your best defenseman. <laughs> the yeah, only issue is Kane, Tay's, and I think Keith as well all have full no trade clauses. So they would have to oh. hand pick where they go. Oh. Ouch. Okay. Well I know Taze and Kane do. I I know Keith has one. I don't know if it's a full no trade clause. The more you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, right. That's that that makes it rough. Yeah, all they, right. They do play Detroit at the end of the week though, so, so you, maybe <laughs> they have a chance. Although they've snuck out a win too, and they Brandon's were like, winning what last I looked. Brandon's like a glimmer of hope. Florida one more and then they <laughs> head out and play Detroit. So all right, well, a chance. We'll we'll throw out some positive eyes to the Blackhawks. Let, let's get at least <laughs> one win this week so we have something to cheer about. There we go. And what do we got coming up next? Oh, you guys know what is coming up next. It is the oh, best yes. segment of the show. You are killing me, Smalls. Yeah. We'll tell you what our we'll tell you what made us say you're killing me, Smalls, in sports this week. Let us know what your guys you're killing me, Smalls, is on our Facebook, on our Twitter page at Whistle one But first, here is Brandon with a sports update. Back to your home for sports, SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. It's Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Bulls snap four-game losing streak, beating Mavericks 117-101. They host the Rockets tonight at 7. Blackhawks lose to Panthers 5-2. Alex DeBrinkett and Connor Murphy each scored for Chicago. And Panthers' Keith Yandel kept his Ironman streak going, playing 867 consecutive regular season games. NFL playoffs, Kansas City over Cleveland 22-17. Mahomes left with a concussion. And Tampa Bay beat New Orleans 30-20 in what could be Breeze's final game. Drew Brees said he will take some time before deciding on his future. 
Conference championships will be Sunday with Bucks Packers at 205 and Bills Chiefs at 540. Elsewhere, Chargers hire former Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley as head coach. Lions hire former Saints assistant head coach Dan Campbell as new head coach. And Falcons hire former Saints director of player personnel Terry Fontenot as GM. In baseball, Cubs sign former all-star pitcher Shelby Miller to a minor league deal. And college basketball scores yesterday. Northwestern lost to number 5 Iowa 96-73. Loyola Chicago beat Northern Iowa 88-46. Bradley over Evansville 86-55. Illinois State fell to Indiana State 74-68. Tonight, number 6 Kansas takes on number 2 Baylor at 8. And tomorrow, number 14 Illinois hosts Penn State at 7.30. DePaul takes on Butler at 6. And NIU takes on Ohio at 6. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. That's right, people. We're back with your Killing Me Small. Uh, Tyler's over here jumping out of his chair. Tyler gets so fidgety when we do this, and I love every moment. It's just so much fun. It is. It really is because we get to do our rants. Although I feel like our last show was nothing but rants, but I loved every (laughs) moment. It was 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 like a whole Killing Me Small. Show. It, was, it was a part two segment of our first segment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely love this as well. It's one of my favorites. I am actually going to start off with Tyler today. Tyler, what was killing you this week, Smalls? Well, I mean... I- <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I had to. Oh, God. See, they don't know that on the radio, though. <laughs> Shh, don't tell nobody. All right, so my ear killing Smalls is probably pretty obvious. Chicago Bulls, you were up by 20 points at one point in the game. You were up by 10 with a minute and a half left in the game. And you got forced into OT and you lost the game. So, Chicago Bulls, I love you. You guys have been doing pretty solid this season. But just finish a game and not give us heart attacks. So, in that case, Chicago Bulls. You're killing me, Smalls. Brandon, you got one? Yes, I do. Ravens kicker Justin Tucker, most accurate kicker by percentage in NFL history, came out to attempt a 41-yard field goal on Saturday, and broadcaster Al Michaels said, on comes Justin Tucker, one of the greatest kickers in NFL history. This guy almost never misses. I heard that. I that was like, great. So, oh of gosh. course, Tucker then went ahead and hit the left upright. <laughs> then Doink. he went and hit the right upright on his next one. So oh. he jinxed him for two. Oh, First time in Tucker's career he's missed two field goals from under 50 yards in the same game. So Al Michaels for jinxing Justin Tucker. All right, boys. I'm going to rehash one of my old You're Killing Me Smalls because it happened again. Oh. It happened again. NFL I, <laughs> has suspended. Jo- I can't. I breathe, can't even. Breathe. Breathe. Has suspended breathe out. Josh Gordon for what we say the, the fifth, sixth, sixth time, time whether it was indefinitely or just suspending him in general has now suspended him indefinitely, at least for the fourth time that I know of. NFL, at some point, you have to do a lifetime ban. 
say you're out of the league. The kid obviously needs help. Get him the help he needs by all means. Put him in a program through the NFL. Absolutely, absolutely. But for the love of all that is good in the world, how many chances are you going to give him? And for that, the NFL, I give you a wholeheartedly big time. You're killing me, Smalls. And that is your killing me, Smalls, for this week. What do we got coming up next, Tyler? Up next, there were some exciting playoff games that we saw over the oh, weekend. There so was. Yep. <laughs> and, so, and some surprises. We'll give you our thoughts on the games, but tell us your thoughts on this weekend's, this last past weekend's playoff games on our Facebook and Twitter at BlowTWhistle1. High School Sports is here in SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. We at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the League of Our Own. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. When I do it, I feel the blood rushing through me. And I keep going back for more. Carmen Castillo is under the influence of Dana, her volunteer trainer. Tuck your chain, Carmen. By spending just one day a week with kids like Carmen, Dana helps them develop interests that keep them away from drugs. Be a coach, a mentor, a volunteer, because you have something to offer. Log on to helpyourcommunity.org or call 877-KIDS-313. Brought to you by the Office of National Drug Control Policy and the Ad Council. This is Joe Perry and Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of an emergency. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. 
A few months later, I get a letter back saying thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back thanking me for my concerns and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. It wouldn't be high school sports without the athletes, the fans, but it also wouldn't be high school sports without the officials. The IHSA is looking for officials in all sports. Officiating is a great way to stay involved with the sport you love. Above all, it's a great way to do something positive for your community. To learn how you can get involved and become a licensed IHSA official, call 309-663-6377. That's 309-663-6377. Or visit us on the web at IHSA.org. Stay the, in the Illinois game. Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Second and nine now. This was picked. Intercepted by the Bucks. And it's Murphy bunting down the sideline. Oh, God bless football. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kevin Burkhart, Al Michaels, Jim Nance, and Joe Buck with those highlights. Oh, what? I'd say three out of the four games. Amazing, amazing. Just great football. That was Again, a great weekend. weekend of football. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Even if the game wasn't as fast-paced as you wanted it to be or as quick as you wanted it to be, there was at least one play in each game where you were like, oh, that was so good. Yeah. Playoff football. <laughs> so let's start off. Rams, Packers. Did anyone – was anyone sh- – you know what? I am going to say something. <laughs> We're talking before, to two Bears fans. Yeah. Here. Before, before I start, you want to know what my biggest – bone to pick about that game was what's that Jalen Ramsey not being on Adams the whole time Adams the they whole didn't listen to our time show. obviously yep. and when they tried to have him follow oh, it was geez. a bad choice oh it was just running horrible. across the back too much yeah. traffic and yeah, easy walk in touchdown it was just bad but that being said were you shocked at all no, not really. No, I thought it would be closer. I, I really did. I thought the defense would be able to get to Rodgers more than they did. They had little to no pressure. Yeah, it was, it was. you can't give Aaron Rodgers time like that. No, yeah. that was the problem. He had well, way and, too much time. Well, and the other issue, let, let's not 
kid ourselves. I mean, Aaron Donald's playing with broken ribs. Uh, torn, torn rib cartilage. That's yeah. even worse. Jeez. That's even worse. I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. So he would, yeah, that's even worse than broken ribs. Man, you can't even, like, move side to side with that. But, of course, Aaron Rodgers. That's all I'm going to say, boys. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there, there's, no, there's no other, there's nothing else to say. If you give Aaron Rodgers an opportunity to pick your defense, oh, he will. Oh. I hate to say it. Oh. That's, so that's why that's, he is who he is. I know, and, and I hate it. <laughs> as, as you guys being Bear fans, I, I completely understand your hatred of the fact of all that, but you got to also appreciate. I, I'm sorry. I'm not a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, but I appreciate well, no, earlier, the absolute beauty of yeah, what he does. He's just so smart. He knows. He can see the defense. He did it against the Bears. He did it. Uh, this past weekend, he just sees the defense. He knows where he wants to go with the ball before he snaps it. Oh yeah, well, like or that sure. highlight that was in the rejoin. That was just oh, I just I hate complimenting the man, but it's like that pass was just beyond beautiful. Oh, just, it was maybe lobbed it, maybe a half yard, a maybe a half yard too long, maybe, but he put it where only oh, his yeah. guy was going to catch it. It's better to be a little too for like too in front than behind because oh at least for sure, it's just. You're putting the man in stride. So that was, oh, that was beautiful. All right. So Packers win, Packers win. And then we come to Ravens Bills. To me, if you love defensive football and weather, this was your game. Yeah. This was your game. I saw a thing. Me and Brandon were looking. Someone said, uh, <laughs> what, what was it? They said, uh, uh, yeah. So the, for the first half <laughs> stats, it was Ravens three, Bills three, wind nine. <laughs> Three missed field goals yeah. in that first half. I love that. That's good. It was That's awesome. Really as soon as we saw that, like, oh, that is amazing. But the game did have probably one of the most epic pick sixes in the playoffs so that, far. Ooh, that was yeah. so and awesome. That was the backbreaker for the Ravens. After they were driving, it looked like they were going to come up, I think, to tie the game at that point. Yeah, yeah they were. Was. And, yeah, that just totally shifted the entire game. Oh, well, yeah. and what a run back. Like, it didn't look yeah. like he had any open space. No, I and just, then all of a sudden, That threw gone. me off. It, I, I saw him, like, when he, I thought either he was going to get in the end zone and there was gonna be, they were going to start the 25. But he just started running, and all of a sudden, he's got all this open grass. I'm like, keep going. Yeah. I'm like, keep going. <laughs> yeah. And, he just like, and then Lamar Jackson could, I mean, he was, would have been able to pick up, like, caught up to him, but it, it's a quarterback. You don't try to, like, go out for a full blown <laughs> yeah. tackle. Take heads well, off. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he had blockers with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's what really that was just, him That off, was just but. set up beautifully. So, do you think this sets up the Bills nicely for next week, getting a little, a little momentum, more, a little more momentum? Because I honestly believe they've played the worst two games they've played all season. These past two weeks, I agree. It's it's up there. Uh, the defense showed up though. Yeah, this yeah, was really last did. year's defense showing up this year, and that's this scary. Week. And that's scary. Let's see if they. I'm not giving anything away. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk this it's more. Like, on Friday, I'm not giving anything. They away. are looking good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here comes my most heartbreaking and I was rooting for say, you. I, dude, you have no idea. Yeah, for those that missed it, David did try to call the upset. Hey, he I'll put it, it out there. I'll own it. I'll say own it loud it. and proud. Absolutely. I called Browns over Chiefs, and guess what? It, it almost happened. It looked God. like it. I was rooting for you. I was about to. I mean, I would have been. I would have been okay with keeping my pick as the Chiefs, but oh, I would have loved it to see an upset by the Bro, Browns. Bro, you have no idea when. It, 
Mahomes' head got, and I say this with all love, got dribbled off the ground, <laughs> and he got up, and both of his legs go right out from underneath him. I was like, uh-oh, there's a chance. And then all of a sudden, Chad Henney turns into Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and can't miss a pass, runs for four, or well, excuse me, 13 and a half yards. Yeah, he did have one play, that that interception, that was ugly. He over, oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. terrible throw, yeah, but yeah, outside bad. of that, just solid. That's and, just like, really? Yeah, how, mu- how much of that comes back to the fact that Andy Reid chose, even with the bye week, he chose to rest his starters. So Chad Henney played that week 17 game. Got himself a little, a couple reps and... Pat, I gotta say, See, that Patrick Mahomes. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I don't Henny. gotta say that. Yeah, Chad. I want to go Mahomes. there. Yeah, uh, Bears. If you're listening to this, Patrick Mahomes is now on the trade block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> but it, it, yeah, definitely heartbreaking. They had an opportunity to go down there and take the lead, and just couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. It's- that Still, offense was looking really good. And that crazy offense. fourth and one play for the Chiefs to sew the whole game up. Who in their right mind does that? Who in their right? Like, I was listening today, and oh my good night, if the Bears offense had done something like that, oh, it would have failed epically and just <laughs> everybody <laughs> been up in arms. What were you thinking? Yeah. But of course, Andy Reid does it. Brilliance. Brilliance. He's a genius. Yeah, you got Tyree Kill. Nobody's going to catch him. And especially if nobody's expecting it, it's just a quick, easy, just a little loop to the right and knees wide open. All you have to do is catch it and fall. His That's what he did. They are ridiculous. That, they are ridiculous. All right. Nuts. And this is what I'm most excited about. Buccaneers Saints. It's sad to see Drew Brees go out like this, but, and I will let, because Brandon's a huge Drew Brees fan, so I'm going to let him kind of build up. <laughs> I am so excited for the goat to take on the goat junior. Yeah. Oh, like, what a game how this lucky is going to be. How to see two great quarterbacks go a great the best quarterback to go but gets a one great quarterback and then he's going to play oh, yeah. the next so, great quarterback. Well, and, and I'm going to sit here and tell you 5 weeks ago I would have told you oh, this game's over before it even starts. Tampa Bay's hitting their stride, boys. They are. Yeah. Scary good. They are. But that being said, I'm going to hand it over to Brandon because he he is a little bit of a Drew Brees fan. <laughs> I do I love this, Drew Brees. And man. this one hurt him a little. I'm going to say it right now. It All signs are starting to look like that Drew Brees will retire. He hasn't confirmed it yet. He says he wants to take some time, reflect, get with family and everything before he announces it. But if that is his last game, it's it's sad to see him go out the way that he did. He threw three picks. Two of them, you can argue, weren't his fault. But he, he under 200 yards passing. This yeah. guy is the all-time passing yards leader. This game won't take anything away from that. He is a legend. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because what I feel bad about him, about like that, especially because it wasn't that um, great of a performance, and it could be his last, is like parts of it was just miscommunication with the offense. And so it's like yeah. it wasn't like it was all Breeze's fault. Like, or like he wasn't here to play. It was just the offense just wasn't clicking. Okay. I'm just going to say this. I love Drew Breeze, but don't feel too bad for the man. He's already got a freaking job lined up. Oh, yeah. He will be on the booth <laughs> next year. Well, He's already got a job I, lined up. Yeah. Does he really? Oh, I, yeah. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, he will be with NBC. He won't, Tariko. Is, he won't be in the booth with uh, Al and Chris. 
but he is supposed to be, uh, from what I understand, he'll be in the panel that does the pregame show for NBC. Oh, yeah. Sunday night. Oh, and don't feel, also, too, don't okay. feel too bad. Uh, I believe he's also calling Northwestern games. See, that would be cool. I would. He's got an he's got that. an insight on Big Ten football that I would love to yeah, hear. Yeah, would be fun. That would be good. So don't feel too bad for the man. Yeah, I, I listen. Here's the thing. I think there's an inkling that he will come back only because of that last performance. I don't. Ended. I don't think he yeah. wants any. If he went out throwing three touchdowns and just did not win the game, I would. I would sit he here would. and tell you he's done. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, three interceptions and he's like, been injured the last two seasons. Like he's never been injured before, and that's kind of what I've heard has been really weighing that on him. That is a big thing. Yeah, eleven cracked ribs this year <sighs> and a collapsed lung. So yeah, that definitely rough. he just turned forty two. I'd have been like, I'm yeah. good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> he just turned forty two this past Friday. So belated happy birthday. Sorry you couldn't win the game on Sunday, but. What a career it's been if this is, in fact, the end. Yeah. It was really cool to see after the game, him and Tom Brady have that little moment. Yeah, Tom I, Brady throwing passes to, cool, his, to his son. That was I've, really cool I've got, to I've got a, I got a feeling that he may have said something to Tom Oh, probably. Uh, right at the end of the game and said, hey, it was an honor to share a field with you for the last time. And oh, definitely. Kind of oh, something yeah. like that. But Tom, Tom being the consummate professional and the GOAT that he is, isn't going to let anybody know what was said. Oh, yeah. yeah right. Well, boys, that being said, we've got some talking to do coming Friday. Better come with them picks. Better oh, be ready to talk. I already talk. have my picks. That's but right. That- I'm not saying them until Friday. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not saying a yeah, word. Two big I'm matchups, thinking, Packers, oh, Bucks, at Lambeau. And then Bills Chiefs from Kansas City. Those will definitely be. I will say this much: it's going to be final four. It's going to be interesting to see what transpires with Mahomes and the concussion protocol. Yeah, yeah, that is is a big game, Uh, big time game difference. Yeah, top top storyline to follow this week in terms of playoffs. What are you talking about? Henny's going to run for three (laughs) hundred, pass for four (laughs) hundred, take him to the Super Bowl, (laughs) take him to the Super Bowl, win win the MVP. It's Nick Foles. And then the Bears go get him as their starting quarterback next year. And then he. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Why the would only... you say such a thing? <laughs> I'm putting it on the probably the true. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, uh, everybody, have an unbelievably great rest of your Monday. Look forward to the rest of the week. Stay positive. Stay fun. Keep laughing because this that's what this world needs. We are here to talk sports. And have fun, and hopefully we've brought you a little entertainment along the way. For David Dykstra. Brandon Janowska. Tyler Peterbaugh. Y'all have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you on Friday and hopefully bring you some money, maybe. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS.
Enter the world of a spy by bringing your friends to Safe House in Chicago. Safe House is a spy-themed bar and restaurant that is a perfect combination of interactive entertainment and great food. Just enter through the red door and whisper the password to the agent and your mission begins. If you don't know the password, just complete a fun clearance test to prove you and your friends are not double agents. Safe House is not just about the adventure, though. The food is great, too. Be sure to try my favorite, the Mission Impossible Burger. It's a double bacon cheeseburger topped with onion rings and covered in a spicy ranch and jalapeno relish. Go to Safe House for the chance to follow the footsteps of your favorite spy. For more information, go to safehousechicago.com. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. High School Sports is here and SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the league of our own. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equals baseman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the nasty biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the chicken fried chicken biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. I'm just a kid, and I've got asthma. You know just how upset I can get when I have an asthma attack. But you can help me. To fight my asthma. Put my teddy bear in the freezer to wipe out dust mites. Dry off my rubber duckies and bath toys to get rid of mold. Discover other simple ways to prevent an asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS or visit noattacks.org. Brought to you by the U.S. EPA and the Ad Council. Because I don't want to feel like a fish with no water. Hey guys, let me tell you about this amazing podcast I listen to every Monday to get my week started off on a positive note called Monday Motivation with Hannah B, a.k.a. Skittles. We call her Skittles because she is so positive. Her topics include staying positive during COVID-19, coping with stress, spreading kindness, hard work pays off, and self-acceptance, plus so much more. It's available on Radio.com and Spotify. Make sure to listen as it will leave you feeling nothing but positive vibes. 
Sales. I got started at IMS here as an instructor a couple years back after I had heard a couple of people I worked with were also instructors here. I'm always here if you need help with developing your what you're passionate about. And that's what most people come here for. They have a passion. They want to do something. They want to do radio play-by-play. They want to do sports talk. They want to do updates, whatever it may be. My name is Fred Huebner. I work at ESPN 1000 as a host and sports anchor, and I am IMS.